Welcome to Courtney Barrett Radio. I'm Courtney and I'm your spiritual side hustle coach. I'm a former corporate sales rep turned spiritual business coach and breathwork facilitator. I am obsessed with helping you launch your online coaching business, sign your first clients and balance it all with your nine to five. Let's be real. There's no guidebook for 20 something women on how to handle the post-grad world of businesses, jobs, money, spirituality, and life. But if you're anything like me, I know you want to own your power to create major impact, start that business, and manifest your divine abundance. So consider this your spiritual yet down-to-earth bestie, sharing her experiences and tips for you to make your own rules. You're ready for this, babe. Now grab your favorite crystal and journal and keep listening. Hello, loves. Welcome back to Courtney Bear Radio. I am so excited for another solo episode today where we are going to dive deep into the three social media mistakes that I made when I started out as a spiritual coach and what I would do now knowing what I know. So I got really excited to talk about this and the idea really came from me putting together my brand new one-to-one program. So as I'm sure you all know by now, we have switched over into my new niche as a spiritual social media and sales coach. We actually have brand new cover art for the podcast. So if you didn't already see that, it's there. I love it. I'm obsessed. Let me know what you think about it. But it got me really thinking about what did I wish I knew when I started this whole journey as a coach? You know, what do I want to let my new clients know? And of course, the podcast listeners, people in my community, you know, what do I want to tell you about what I've learned from this journey? And I put together three mistakes, let's call them, or things that I was doing back then that didn't really serve my business in any way, but I felt like they were things that I should be doing or maybe that I wasn't doing out of fear. So I'm really excited to share those with you today. And before I do, I did want to remind you that my money mindset courses are retiring tonight at midnight Mountain Standard Time. So in case you missed it, I'm actually retiring the Abundant Attitude and the Seven Day Chakra Cleanse to Manifest Money because they don't feel like they totally align with my new direction. So although I love these courses so, so much, and the results have been magical, I am disappearing them after tonight. So if you have ever thought about joining me for one of these courses or in your heart right now, you just feel really, really called to work on your money story, these two courses I highly, highly recommend. And as a gift, I am giving them to you for 50% off. So if you would love to invest in one of these amazing courses, the link is down in the show notes. And after tonight, they will be gone forever. So I just wanted to remind you that before today's episode and let's hop into it. So the very first mistake that I made when I started out on social media for my coaching business was not sharing frequent enough called actions and talking about my offers. So this mistake purely stemmed out of fear, out of imposter syndrome, out of awkwardness. <laughs> and, um, and essentially what I thought back then, what my thought process looked like was I'm annoying if I'm constantly talking about what I'm selling. If I talk about my program too much, people are going to want to unfollow me. And I was just so nervous to not provide enough value and to be sharing too much of what I was selling. 
So nowadays, if you follow me on Instagram, which if you're here, I am making the assumption that you do, uh, but you'll see that I sell something pretty much every day. I'm always talking about a current offer that I have. I'm always putting a call to action on the last line of my Instagram posts and talking about what's going on in addition to all the value that I'm providing. But when I started my coaching business, I was not doing this. Okay, that terrified me. And I could not imagine that today I would be sharing these things so freely and so frequently. And why it's so important to be sharing your offers daily is because you never know who's going to miss them, right? You know, with today's world, with being on social media, sometimes it can be overwhelming. You know, people take social media breaks. If somebody is, you know, traveling during this time or maybe they're out in nature, like they might have their phone on airplane mode. Or quite simply, so many of us are following a ton of people on Instagram and potentially some of your posts and stories might be missed just by the habit of things because there's just so much on there. And essentially, by posting about your offers every day, by having call to actions every day, you are always reminding your community of how you can help them, you know, how they can take things a step further with you. Because someone who saw what you had to offer yesterday may not see it again today right? And somebody who sees it today maybe wasn't online yesterday and they totally missed it. So by you sharing every single day, you are opening up more opportunity for people to know about what you're offering, right? And in addition to that, you know, not only being able to see these offers just that one time, but often we actually need to see things, I believe it's an an average of seven times before we feel ready to purchase, right? So if you are launching something right now, or you have maybe a special on one of your offers, think about it this way. Most people will need to see that seven times before they register in their minds that they are ready, So if you only are talking about your offer once a week, you know, one day out of those seven days, think about that difference between doing that versus talking about it every single day. And I know what you might be thinking, oh my gosh, Court, is this going to make my Instagram spammy? Are people going to think that there's just a bunch of commercials and ads and that it's it's not interesting? And the answer is no, okay? Because that is not the only thing you're talking about. If you are truly committed to showing up on social media daily, then every single day you are sharing content, you're sharing value, you're sharing information that is helping people. You aren't only posting about the offers, but you're also talking about other things too. And those things together, blending, make up your content. It's not just one or the other, right? So it's not annoying. You're not talking about it too much. I promise you that, right? So if you're in that space right now of feeling really uncomfortable sharing your offer every day, you feel a little bit awkward putting call to actions at the end of your post, then I highly recommend doing a good old journal session. Okay, do some meditating, get really still and quiet, and then journal. You know, why does it feel uncomfortable for me to share my offer every day? What is holding me back? Where does my resistance lie? And when you can answer those questions, then you can get to the root of it, right? So maybe you have this resistance because you feel like you're being annoying, okay? So then circle back to what I was saying about how that's not the only thing you're posting. So no, that's not annoying because you're not only selling, right? 
Or maybe you find your resistance is in telling people how much your program costs, right? Maybe you have no problem telling people that you have a program, but you are scared to tell people what the price is. So then that's an indicator to you of, okay, cool. Well, maybe now I want to work on my money mindset. Maybe I want to work on my worthiness of this price, right? And being able to dig deep and identify what it is that's holding you back so you can find the solution that works for you. So the next mistake that I'm going to talk about, I actually posted on Instagram yesterday. So potentially you've seen it already, but of course I still really feel called to talk about it here. And that was that I felt like I needed to grow my audience with random followers for vanity metrics. And I felt like I needed to have a certain amount of followers to look legit. Okay, let me know. Let me know if that's something that you can relate to or maybe you felt that in the past. And what I didn't really see in the moment was that it was all about quality over quantity. And I just, it went over my head because I saw so many other coaches out there who had a lot more followers than me. And I had this deep insecurity that people would rather work with them because they looked more popular. And I had to do some deep work around that and really understand that people don't want to just work with a coach because of how many followers they have. They want to work with them because they have a connection. They want to work with them because they love their energy and their work and what they do. They want to work with them because they believe that they can help them with the results that they really want, not because they have 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers, etc. So back then, I was so focused on getting that number up and I didn't really think about what the number represented. And what I see the number as representing now and and what it means is there's a human behind every single one of those numbers, right? You could look at your following and say, oh, this isn't enough. But it's like, yes, it is because those are people, right? And if they are aligned clients, if they are people who are looking for support in the areas that you specialize in, you know, that is a soul that has consciously made the decision to follow you. That is somebody who felt drawn to you, who thought that you could offer guidance to what they're looking for. And they made that choice to enter your space. And if you always feel like there's a lack of followers, a lack of clients, and you just can't see that there are humans out there who have made the decision to follow you, then you're losing out on the opportunity to connect with these amazing humans who have already come into your space instead of just trying to bring, you know, anyone into your following. And I was doing all of these things back then, like going through hashtags that I thought my aligned clients would be using or looking through and I would like sit there for you know 20 minutes and just like all of these random pictures and I didn't even know who the pictures belonged to and I also didn't know if the people whose photos I were liking was an aligned client right I just I just did it because I thought, okay, cool I've I've started to do this before I've noticed that a bunch of people have followed me this looks like it's working. But what I didn't know is that my engagement would not increase. I didn't know that my sales would not increase because the people that were entering my space were not aligned clients. Instead of focusing on building relationships with the people who were already following me or creating content that was really going to serve my current followers and attract people into my space by, you know, creating shareable content or using 
appropriate hashtags and things like that to expand my reach. I was just out there fishing for new people to enter my space that I just didn't know who they were. And that was a huge, huge mistake, okay? So if you were doing this right now, just remember it's all about what the numbers represent and not the number. And something that I actually picked up a few months ago that I highly suggest for you and that I also suggest to my clients is to remove followers that aren't aligned. So obviously, I'm I'm not saying you should remove your friends and family or people that you like if they aren't an aligned client, because of course, you know, you want to stay in touch with those people and they're they're going to support you. But I, I get followers all the time that are just not relevant whatsoever right? Maybe you know what I'm talking about. I get a bunch of sugar daddies and it cracks me up, honestly. Um, And I get a bunch of random pages of spam, of bots, of things that just don't even look like people. They don't even look like humans or other kinds of accounts that just don't have any kind of relevancy to the work that I'm doing. So I don't know about you, but all the time I'm getting these weird accounts that just look unrelated to what I do. Um, There are people like I've seen so many like DJs and and bands and musicians follow me and message me to check out their music and not that I don't want to support them and I don't think that what they're doing is great, um, but they just don't align with what I'm sharing. So whenever I see these kinds of people, I just remove them from my following. And I know that this can sound scary, can be like, oh my gosh, are people, are people going to come after me? Are they going to be upset that I'm doing this? And I have to tell you guys, nobody has ever said a thing and nobody has ever gotten upset. And also, I don't really think anyone has gone to the effort to notice and then try to follow me again. So if that's not a good indicator for you, I don't know what is. And part of the reason that I do this is not only because of the numbers, but because the Instagram algorithm also shows you to more accounts that are similar to the followers you already have, right? And if those aren't your aligned clients, well, guess who Instagram is showing you to? Because it looks at your current followers and saying, okay, I think that all of these kinds of people and people like them are interested in what you have to offer. So let me find more accounts like that and push you out to them, right? And if you can remove the followers that aren't aligned, that don't look like real accounts, and then your real followers, your real community start coming into your space and you do keep them, then Instagram is going to continue to show you to more people that are like those aligned clients. So my best word of advice would be, you know, stop the strategies to bring random people into your space just for the number and then to go on like a remove follower spree, okay? So I know that sounds really tedious and of course you don't need to go through your whole following in a day because that is super time-consuming and kind of ridiculous, but even if you can just put on a podcast or some good music and just allow yourself like 15 minutes to sit down and just start removing any accounts that just look totally weird, then I would highly, highly recommend that. All right, babes. So the very last tip that I'm going to share with you and the last social media mistake that I was making was posting just a post and not fall behind. So I was under the impression that as long as I got a post out there that there is something new on my feed, that that was good enough and that I just had to stay consistent on Instagram, okay? And there was not a ton of intention behind what I was creating and not really a lot of connection to offers that I had. So now my approach to Instagram and posting is very, very different. And typically what I stick with is three posts a week. 
And this works for me. Personally, I'm not a fan of posting every day because like we talked about with followers, I believe in quality over quantity. So I would personally rather share three solid posts with big intention and connection to my offers each week than seven posts, one a day, that are just totally random just to look like I'm keeping up. And I, back then, would just create a post because I felt like I had to. And then I would feel satisfied. I would be like, okay, cool. Well, I post on Instagram today. My job is done. But the thing was is that the post didn't go very deep. A lot of times it wasn't educational, it wasn't really an anecdote or experience that would help and also have my community get to know me, but a lot of times it was something that was just what I call inspiration. And there's obviously nothing wrong with having your Instagram posts inspire people, but if they're simply just to motivate and be like, yeah, you've got this, um, but not really so much of teaching anyone anything or connecting or telling your story or anything that's really going to serve, then it's going to be tough for your aligned clients to resonate with you. You know, maybe they'll see your post and be like, yeah, I've got this and they'll feel motivated, but they won't really make the connection with you and your story. And they also won't make the connection that you have the answers that they're looking for right? Because oftentimes the kind of content that really, really resonates with our aligned clients is content that either has an emotional connection with us or it's content that has the kind of guidance, the kind of answers, the kind of solutions that they are searching for. And a really great way to come up with content like this is to ask yourself, you know, when you were in your aligned client's shoes, what were you Googling? right? What were you asking your coach? What did you wish you had the answers to? And that's the kind of content that's really going to resonate because those questions are already on everyone's mind, right? They're probably not thinking too much of, oh, well, I really hope I see a motivational Instagram post today. That's really going to help, right? Because when it comes to creating content that really, really resonates deeply, it's so important to know your aligned client. It's so important to be able to use their language and to be able to share your expertise from what you've learned that's really going to help them. And what I was doing back then was so generalized. It was all about motivation and inspiration and not so much of asking myself, what would my online clients love to know? You know, what did I want to know back then? And when you're able to make your content so specific and so targeted, it's really going to make a difference because people are going to read it and feel like it was made for them, right? And there's so much power in that. And going back to what I was talking about before about linking it with an offer, that's when it's time for you to put in that powerful call to action, right? To have that last line linked to something that you're currently selling. And when the post itself is so specific, it's so clear, it's talking to that one aligned client, then that's your opportunity to share what the next step is. Because if somebody is reading your post and they're really resonating with it and they're like, yes, I feel this like this is what I've been looking for, then the next logical thing is to say, okay, well, how can I get more of this? How can I take this a step further? How can I take this deeper? What can I do? And that's when you can say at the end of your post what you have to offer that's going to be their next step, right? So if you create a post, for example, 
let's say you are a health coach. Maybe you create a post all about what you wish you knew when you started your intuitive eating journey, right? That could be the perfect opportunity to put a call to action at the bottom for your intuitive eating group program saying, okay, cool. This is what I wish I knew before. This is what I know now after going through that experience. And if you'd love to learn how to take this a step further, you know, I actually have this program going on right now. This is what you'll learn. This is how much it costs. Link in bio, right? (laughs) Obviously, that's a super simple answer that I just shared, um, but I'm sure you kind of get the gist and can see how you can make that your own. And if you go back to the first social media mistake that I shared in this episode, which is all about feeling unconfident with sharing call to actions, with sharing about offers, this is such a great way to not feel weird about those things anymore. Because if you can make such a clear connection between your content and your offers, it feels totally natural to sell, to share your offers, right? Because it's directly related to something that you are already talking about. And it's simply presenting an opportunity for somebody to take this deeper. If they're feeling called to it, that is what's going to help. That's what's going to support them. And it becomes a lot more easy to share so freely what you're offering because it just feels like that logical next step. So babes, those are the top three social media mistakes that I made when I started my coaching business that I'm sharing with you now after after trying them, after learning, and I really, really hope that they served you. And if you are looking for more support with this, if you have any questions whatsoever, definitely make sure you reach out on Instagram so we can get them all cleared up for you and so that you can start using your Instagram as a place to attract your line clients and to connect with these amazing humans. You've got this, babe. And just wanted to remind you again that today is the very last day for the Abundant Attitude and the seven-day chakra cleanse to manifest money. So if you want to invest in these courses before they disappear forever, then make sure you check out the links down in the show notes to check out these courses before they are gone forever. So thank you so much for joining me today for another solo episode. I am so excited for this Sunday's guest interview and I will talk to you all then. Thanks for listening and letting me guide you to your most spiritual side hustle. If you love the show, I would be so grateful to hear from you in an iTunes review and be sure to come hang out with me over on Instagram at the court Barrett and join my free Facebook community, the spiritual side hustle society for even more daily inspo and tips. Now, what are you waiting for? Go out there and live your soul's purpose and I'll talk to you next time.